podcast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, joined as always by Allison Aletha. Al, how are you doing on this special edition? Uh, what day is it even? Thursday? When we're <laughs> yeah, what day this? is it? I mean, I'm oh, good, God. but it's been a week, so I'm ready for the week to be yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, this has been a crazy week for you, a crazy week for me. Uh, a crazy time for Zelda fans. We got new games on the horizon and uh, lots of stuff up in the air. Of course, we had a mini partner, Nintendo Direct today, uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps coming to Nintendo Switch. Very excited about that. And uh, yeah, man, it, what a what a time, Allison. What a time. And we, we literally don't have any time to waste, I don't think. Nope. Uh, we, we asked you guys for your questions about Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, we asked you on Facebook, we asked you on Discord, we got a gargantuan amount of questions to go through here. So, uh, Allison, uh, I guess, should we maybe should we maybe set some rules of engagement here and just say that, uh, before we get started, we, we answered a lot of the questions that we got, most of them, or a lot of them, were just like, is this game going to be canned? Who else do you think is going to be a playable character? So we, we answered that last week when we had our reaction to Age of Calamity. So by and large, we skipped those questions unless it was a new kind of take on those questions. But that being said, we've got like over 50 questions here to get through. Um, Allison, are you ready to just dive headfirst into the madness here? I'm so ready. I like how some of these questions are already making me think. So let's do it. All right, let's do it. Um... All right, let's get, let's get it started. Alex95 asks, what do you think the Egg Guardian is? What? You know what? Well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, so maybe it's just because it looks like a cute little Star Wars droid. But in my mind, okay, in my mind, this is this is a, a Guardian, but a good Guardian. He's a... He's one of the guardians that didn't get corrupted by Calamity Ganon's malice. And he's going to fight on your side. He's going to kind of be like the BB-8 of the of the story here. Uh, maybe he'll evolve into a cool new playable character or something like that. I don't know. Um, that's as good as guess as any, I think. Yeah, I mean, I saw Locke was saying that uh, maybe this little egg guardian guy is going to be like the age of calamity's version of proxy from hyrule warriors which makes sense but at the same time i've never seen a guardian like communicate really at all so but i kind of like the idea right. that he is a little bit small maybe he got overlooked and he doesn't get corrupted like you're saying so maybe he'll just be a helpful little guardian maybe a tool maybe a weapon that you can use um because definitely link in Hyrule Warriors has plenty of weapons, so maybe this little egg guardian is going to be another new weapon for him. Sure. I actually, I, I mean, I think that you can take some creative liberties with the guardians as well. Just because we've seen that they can't talk doesn't mean that maybe they didn't before or, like, have some kind of form of communication. You know, uh, we have um, we have a, a long, proud history of robots in the Zelda series from from scrapper and, and go on down the list that you know it wouldn't it wouldn't be too totally out of left field for me to see this talking egg guardian serve as kind of your um exposition companion yeah, if you will sense. so yeah i mean who knows that's a it, it could be anything and um we might not have to wait long to find out of course we've got the uh 
the showcase going on on the 26th. So by the time that we're done recording this, Alice, a lot of our questions could be answered. So True. <laughs> we will see. All right. Nocturnal Rabbite. What a wicked name. Uh, asks, are Lana and Sia still in the game? I'm going to say no, in my opinion. I feel like Lana and Sia were, you know, specifically Hyrule Warriors. This is like, this is specifically Breath of the Wild, and I can't see them in it. Now, I can see um, new characters being developed like Lana and Sia were, but I don't see those two specific characters in Age of Calamity. Uh, well, I, that just segues right into our next question, too, which is from uh, Lucas Spook. And he, he asks, will there be new characters like Lana and Sia? Um, so you, you think that there probably will be. I think that there probably will be, too. I think that that would be, like, just so ridiculous if they showed up in this game in any capacity at all. Unless we're talking, like, somebody suggested in a question that we'll get to in a little bit here, that there's, like, just kind of like a big free-for-all section where like it doesn't matter it exists in a vacuum you can play as anyone they you know it's not tied to anything but i just you know my hope would be that this is a more grounded story that takes place within the universe and uh i I think that that lana and and sia showing up just really kind of i don't know take away from the setting take away from the tone and just remind you when you're playing this that like hey this is just like it's not a real Zelda game, even though, you know, we've, the trailer certainly built up this game to be a real Zelda game, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Victor Dino asks, would you like the presence of new original characters like Lana or Linkle to participate in the events of Age of Calamity? Allison, we kind of touched on this last week, and I think that uh, you had some pretty good ideas, and, and I had some as well. What do you think? Yeah, I would, I would like to see some like we were just talking about, you know, if they create, obviously not Lana and Sia, but, like, if they create characters that are kind of like them, that belong to this story alone, that'd be kind of cool. I know we're all interested in getting to know the Guardians better, but it, wouldn't it just be neat to have even more characters to love and to sadly miss when they lose, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm yep. down. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, I think that you could you could very easily create a character who is, uh, let, let's just maybe say he's kind of like Link's mentor, and, uh, you know, he is fighting, and maybe he's responsible for getting Link into, you know, the Knight Academy. I think that you could have that character. You could have, I mean, really, you could have, like, a, a younger version of Impa is basically a totally new character in the context of this game. Um, you can meet... Like, even, even the characters that you know, you can reimagine and have them almost be new kind of characters. Right. So, you know, I, I pitched last week, maybe there's, like, kind of a guardian character. Um, on the villain side, you could have, you know, who knows? Maybe there's, like, a the chief Lionel or something like that. I, I think that there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of room for new original characters. And, you know, I, I think as long as they fit into that Breath of the Wild universe specifically, that I would welcome, I would welcome anything I, yeah, and anyone. Yeah, I agree. As long as they fit, that's that's kind of how I've. Uh, I know last week I was like, you know, I wouldn't mind if we got all the characters again, but after thinking about it for a week, I'm like, no, I would rather keep this pretty strict to Breath of the Wild, at least the story element of it. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, let's uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, Sunio asks, do you think we will see Paya's mom, Paya's mom, or however you say her name? Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, 
God, and I just and I just played Breath of the Wild, and now the the story about her mom is escaping me. But I know that she passed away sometime before you play the game, right? It's Paya is Impa's granddaughter, right? I, I believe so. so yeah. yeah, so it would be Impa's daughter. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't quite remember that either. I'll have to the next time I jump into Breath of the Wild, I'll have to go and talk to her and get to know her a little bit better. Um, but if there is a story there, that would be interesting. That seems it seems odd that you have you know a little elderly Impa that's over a hundred some odd years old, and then Paya, but nobody in the middle. So you definitely know yeah. the story there. Yeah, I would be down to see that. The only thing that I think might be weird, maybe is the word, is that you know putting this in context. So it's a hundred years in the past. So Impa, we we assume is going to be in her prime. So, like, how old is, is Paya's mom going to be? Is she going to be, like, kind of a younger oh, yeah, kid, youngin. you'd have to assume, or something? And I don't know. So, I mean, maybe. But uh, they also didn't, like, they didn't really give her, like, a name or a character. So if she showed up, it wouldn't just be like, oh, man, that's that's so-and-so who is the mother of, of Paya. It's just kind of like, she's this nameless person. Yeah. So, But, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Same. All right, Tony, a.k.a. Low Rule Legend, check him out over on YouTube, asks, will we see Link's family? I say no. However, I think that, like I kind of alluded to a minute ago, I think it's perfectly plausible that we might see somebody that uh, mentored Link or was kind of like a, like, maybe like a father figure. I, I don't know that we'll see, like, his, his quote-unquote, like, you know, father, mother, siblings kind of thing. Um if we, I don't know, I, I always feel like I, I kind of like it better when there's that little air of mystery about, like, where did this hero come from and, like, his his kind of origins and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I, I could definitely see kind of, like, that that kind of figure in the game rather than the actual, like, you know, definition family. You know, I kind of wonder if that figure is Link's father because there is a memory where Zelda um, kind of alludes to the idea that Link's father was a knight or is a knight. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're so right. So she kind of asks him, like, would you become a knight if it wasn't, like, you know, written in your history already, like your father? And so I kind of wonder, maybe, like, maybe Link, his father is alive in in 100 years ago, and they are close, and he has been mentoring him, because that, be, that would be interesting. I, I, I feel like, aside from Link's uncle, we haven't seen a lot of fatherly figures for Link at all, ever. Yeah, I mean, not really. You, you could... The closest you could probably argue is the Great Deku Tree. Yeah, true story. So, yeah, I, I, I think if we were to see anybody, it would be uh, Link's father, whether he's alive or a memory of him or something. I think that would be so awesome to see. Uh, he wouldn't be, like, a member of the family, but, like, if there was a knight that was kind of based on Keopora Gabora. Yeah. Uh, like, just the Breath of the Wild version of that, where, like, he's this kind of, not, not his Skyward Sword appearance, but, like, something like that. I think that would be great. Because that's, that's another one that I'm thinking of, that, like, is sort of quasi-family, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, no, I, I would be totally down for that um, either way. All right, Warlock Trips asks, what, with this, con ugh, let me try that again. With it being considered a quote-unquote canon game, do you expect there will be as many playable characters in the game compared to the first Hyrule Warriors, as many modes of play as the original, etc.? Um, Allison, you're more the expert on Hyrule Warriors than me. I played it for about a cup of coffee here, so <laughs> I'll let you kind of take the lead on the modes of play, and I'll I'll come in after you with the uh, the characters question. 
Um, so I know we're going to have like different various versions of this question later. Um, but the uh, modes of play, you've got the regular campaign story mode. It's pretty strict about what characters you can use and such. And then you've got the like free for the free play where you can play that same story, but you can actually choose your characters after you've done it the first time. And then you've got the adventure maps, which I haven't delved too deeply into. I, I definitely tried them, but they're, they're so overwhelming and there's so many that I was just, I kind of got lost in them and didn't really put too much into them. But if, I, uh, if Age of Calamity were to have an adventure map, I would hope it wasn't as extensive as Hyrule Warriors. Um, I understand the need for content for what you're paying for, but at the same time, like like I said, I got too overwhelmed. There's like there's so many adventure maps in Hyrule Warriors, so I would want one. I just would want it to be smaller, not as great a scale. Uh, less is more in a, a scenario like this, I yeah. think. Um, and actually, uh, that's my answer for the playable characters as well. Is that less is more? And I'll repeat this later when we, like you said, when we come back to this question. But, you know, I, I'm thinking that, you know, as, as we've kind of alluded to, this, it's hopefully going to be a more story-driven game and that we'll have, you know, uh, some, some missions that are specific to the particular characters. I, I think that if it was just the six, like the champions, Zelda and Link, I would be okay with that. I think that if um, there was, let's say a dozen playable characters, I'd be okay with that too. The The problem with Hyrule Warriors is that like, uh, and, and I guess that's not even a problem. It's just the design of the game. It's it's a fan service game, right? It's like Super Smash Bros where you can have all of your favorites in, in one game setting. Yeah. And I think that for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, you know, you know that you have the six that you really want to play as and you have them. But let's say that like, if you have 20 playable characters in this game, like, like who are you playing as? Like, sure, you can you can pad it out. Maybe add Impa. You can add Pura, Robbie, etc. Uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. We, we even joked about like Hestu and, and a Lionel. But like, eventually, it's just like you know these are just filler characters, and yeah. it's obvious. And I think less is more because like you you want to connect with your main six, and it's gonna it's gonna in my opinion enrich the story if you're spending more time playing as them. Like it's kind of like when you play Fire Emblem, and like. You know, you have your really important characters, but beyond that, there's just, like, there's so many guys, and it's yeah. like, okay, like, you know, it, it's just, like, you don't want to boil down to, like, one-note kind of, uh, kind of characters. So, yeah, I, I think less is more is, is the answer from me for this question, for all of this question, Yeah, actually. I would agree. Uh, let's move on. Gabe asks, what if, at the end of this game, there is a clip from Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, Dragon Rand asks basically the same question. Will we see a teaser for Breath of the Wild 2? Allison, we kind of answered this last week, but tell everybody what you were pitching. I was pitching last week that we have a Marvel-style uh, teaser where, you know, you've got that you finish the game, y'all lost, it's sad, the, the, the champions are dead, and the credits roll, and but then at the end, there's like just to kind of pick me up there's like you're like descending down underground and you see all the swirling green stuff and the red goop and you see that figure down there that's prone and like all shriveled up and it kind of just alludes to the fact that this character is going to be a huge deal in breath of the wild 2 that's what i want just 
perfect Marvel style right there. Yep. I think I think that that's like fairly likely. Maybe I'm letting my expectations run wild here, but uh it, it again, like I said last week, I don't think that it's a coincidence that this game is coming out between Breath of the Wild 1 and Breath of the Wild 2 and presumably Breath of the Wild 2, you know, if not for events in the in the world here, maybe could have been that March 2021 game maybe it's looking at holiday 2021 now so like what better way to build and to advertise for that than you know sneaking a little snippet of it into this game so i I think that that's like not only something that they could do i think it's something that they will do so i'm very uh my hopes are high but uh, i i think that there's reason to actually be you know optimistic about this happening yeah i yeah i'm 100 uh behind that as well if it doesn't happen, you know, will my feelings be hurt? No, because we definitely got something that we weren't expecting with this game, but I would love yes. it if it did happen. <laughs> if if it doesn't happen as well, like, dear God, then I hope that we just get a Nintendo Direct with, <laughs> with a trailer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because God knows we could use it. Uh, as great as these mini Directs are. Um, all right, let's move on. Pokadude14 asks... Do you think we'll see Pura's adult form? Yeah. yeah. I guess that makes sense, yeah. I mean, um, and I'm sure we'll talk about her more later with the, our Champions Ballad retrospective, but she's in the Champions Ballad. She's the one taking the picture um, of the of the champions at the end when you, you know, complete the ballad. So um, I definitely think she'll be in there. She's got a voice actress if they decide to bring all the voice acting back. And uh, I'm interested to see her. I'm interested to see her little personality, too, because she's got a little quirkiness to her, and I like her. Oh, yeah. For such a small, like, person in stature in that game, she's got a huge personality. I think that would be great. That That's one of the characters, like I was just kind of saying, like, if you're going to if you're gonna expand the playable character roster, I, I think that there's maybe, like, a half dozen characters that, like, I really care about and I really want to see, and she would be one of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd be totally down for that. David Nystrom asks, Would you like to see a separate game mode where we could play essentially a free-for-all mode with a bunch of crazy characters and stuff? Um. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm not opposed to it because I was just thinking, like, I don't want a bunch of crazy characters that you can play in the story mode. Um you know, I wanted to be strictly with uh, Breath of the Wild characters, but it would be kind of cool to see a lot of the characters that we've seen in Hyrule Warriors or throughout the Zelda series in the Breath of the Wild art style. So I wouldn't be opposed just to kind of see that. That'd be pretty cool. Okay. I'm going to say no with an asterisk behind it, and I'm going to make you wait until we get to about uh, five or six questions deeper here for me to expand okay. on that. So no, no with an asterisk <laughs> for right now. Uh, Bowsette Gone Wild asks, will Linkle appear in the game? Sure, in the free Well, Bowsette. In the free for all. <laughs> yeah, it, it, at best. At best. <laughs> at best. Um, oh boy, this is a, this is a name. XGT Venom, far-fetched idea. Will the three aging goddesses have some kind of divine intervention with the story? Uh, you know, I mean, I guess it depends on what your definition of divine intervention is. When I first saw this question, my immediate thought is, 
is XGT Venom asking, is there going to be some kind of Hail Mary that saves the life of our four champions? And I, I don't think so. Um, could they manifest somehow when Zelda is like like fighting Ganon and they give her maybe some extra juice to to seal him? Uh, I, I could maybe see that, yeah. But it, it kind of depends on what your, again, your definition of divine intervention is. Yeah, I think my my definition is close to like um, what we see in the Lord of the Rings. There's definitely hints of some divine intervention throughout the story, and it's not because it doesn't create like it doesn't create some all hail Mary as you said to help them win. It creates little things, and it's like little whispers into the characters' ears to get them to a certain point at the end of the story. So I can see that happening, possibly, but it's so subtle with somebody like Tolkien. I don't, I can't see that in a Zelda game. So I'm going to say no for this. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's an impossibility, but you know, so many of the traditional um, things that we know, like the, like the goddesses, like the Triforce, like these were, these were just basically left on the table in breath of the wild. And they didn't really use them uh, to tell their story. So it's, yeah, I mean, who knows? It, maybe, maybe not. I wouldn't be, I would be surprised if they showed up, but I wouldn't be like absolutely stunned or shocked. So yeah, we'll see. Um, Kat Vadam asks, which character will hurt the most to see die? Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Well, let me, let me answer this. Let me answer this because I, I know that you're going to disagree, but it's Mifa. It's obviously Mifa. She's, you know, I, I feel bad for, for Rivoli, I feel bad for Daruk. I feel bad for Urbosa. Um, but Daruk and Urbosa are seasoned warriors. So maybe, you know, maybe they're... That that one just hurts to me a little bit less. They're a little bit older. Rivoli is just kind of a prick, so, like, I don't feel as bad. But Mifa, I mean, she's a healer. She's not necessarily a fighter. They tell you that her skills with the spear are unmatched, but we don't really see that. Um, you know, she... She is is there, and she has the most to look forward to after this is done. You know, you you watch some of the memories, and you can only imagine that she's anticipating a life with Link after, you know, after the the calamity subsides, or maybe even just hoping that she can get uh, just a, a more alone time with Link before then. But um, to me, she it's definitely the most tragic. And I know that some people out there are like, oh, Mifa's just a waifu bait and whatever. Whatever, man. Like, <laughs> I, I thought that that story was great. Um, I, I think that's, that one's going to be the one for me that's that's going to be tough to watch. Waifu bait. <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, Someone in our Discord was literally just like, oh, what, what does she have to her personality other than she's nice and she heals and she's... And I was like, whatever, man. <laughs> um, Team Mifa. I think... I think that Mifa would be sad because she's so beloved by her people. Like it feels like she's more revered by her people than all the other. Oh, yeah, that too, man. Because like you, I mean, clearly her her father did not want her to accept this, you know, position as champion, and he is he is obviously devastated at the result of it after. So like, uh, let me take you back to um, let me take you back to Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Okay. All right? Do you remember, and I'm going to spoil the heck out of this for anyone that has not seen this. this so if you haven't seen this, you better, do it. <laughs> you better fast forward. All right, so here we go. So Cedric Diggity, Diggity. 
the the man is it is it no, diggity it's diggory didgery cedric diggory. all right cedric cedric diggity he this dude is a hufflepuff and we all know that hufflepuffs suck what? And he's the one Hufflepuff that's finally brought some pride to the bunch. He's won the the tournament, the Triwizard Tournament. And then he gets zapped at the end by Lord Voldemort. And his dad comes out and he is just like, my boy. And like in the, in the movie in particular, I thought they did a really good job with that scene. And it was so sad. Yeah. It was so sad. Now, translate that to Mipha and you can see like the, the King Zora coming out and pulling the like, my girl. Yeah. Tell me that's not drama. Drama. <laughs> I yeah, I I think that Mifa would be sad for yeah, for all those reasons. I also kind of feel like I feel like um Rivali's going to be pretty sad because we don't like we've only seen him vulnerable like a teeny tiny bit and I think we're going to see him vulnerable a lot of bit and I for me that really hurts as a character who's like that actually showing their fear and like everything that they're all their emotions and and he he like up until this point thinks that he's the one that can defeat ganon and then and then he can't even defeat one of ganon's minions that's gonna be like scary for him so i feel like i'm gonna feel a lot of emotions from Mervali, and that's gonna make me sad yeah you know what i agree 100 percent. actually i think that in his in his final moments if he can finally show fear and show vulnerability, I think that that would just go such a long way for that character. I, yeah, 100%. So I'm, I'm getting all emotional just thinking about it. So those two, I feel, would be would be pretty uh, pretty hardcore. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like Urbosa, is, like, that's going to be sad because, like, everybody loves Urbosa. I've never met someone that's just like, oh, Urbosa sucks. Right. Um, everybody likes Urbosa, and that's going to be sad, but, like, you know, she she is a seasoned warrior, and part of me just can't see her going down without, like, this wicked fight and, and something like that. So, you know, it, it's going to be sad, but it's not going to be the same, I don't think. And then, for me, I mean, I'll speak for me, I, you just don't have any reason to care about Daruk at all. So, like, when he falls, it's, it's to me, it's just kind of like, okay. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of the same. I don't... I don't feel a connection to Daruk at all, but I also, I don't feel a connection to Mifa, but I also know that watching her die is going to hurt, you know? So maybe yeah. we'll just yeah. feel more connected to them with the story that we get to see. And it's just going to, they're all going to hurt. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> uh, you're right. They're all, it's all, it's going to suck no matter <laughs> what for all of them. Uh, let's move on. Sayuni asks, do you think the Triforce will be mentioned? I say no. I, th I think if they didn't mention it in Breath of the Wild, they're not going to mention it here. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. The little pieces of the Triforce that you see throughout Breath of the Wild, it makes you wonder why they don't ever talk about it. So I'm kind of wondering, why don't they ever talk about it? Maybe they'll, they will and we'll get some answers, but I don't know. I think it's weird that they that it's barely mentioned and barely seen in Breath of the Wild. It just seems odd for a Zelda game. <laughs> Kind of. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't, I, hate I didn't mind that they weren't. This is weird. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was nice to see a game that kind of took a break from, you know, the ultimate MacGuffin, which is the Triforce. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be mentioned. I, I think that if it was, you know, I think if it was going to be a, a focal point of the story, then it would have been present in Breath of the Wild. And as we know, it was not. All right. Von Turtle asks, what sort of DLC will be released if any 
Will they leave room for updates slash random characters? Okay, so no with an asterisk is back here. <laughs> uh, I do not think that they will have this free-for-all mode off the hop. I could totally see them releasing DLC with, like, free-for-all mode, and you get, like, Lana and Sia and Volga and the rest of the schmucks that they introduced on Hyrule Warriors. I could see that happening. That's it. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I can see that happening too. I I would like to see maybe more costume availability, like uh, different, you know, there's so many different outfits for Link in um, Breath of the Wild. There's different outfits for Zelda too. So I'd like to see maybe some different uh, outfits for them. And maybe like they could pull a Champions Ballad with a DLC with this and introduce another side story. That'd be kind of cool. Ooh, that'd be great. So I can see that happening. Uh, I, I could also like a hundred percent see, let's say, let's say that this comes out in November of 2020 and next November we get breath of the wild too. I could totally see them making, let's just call him skull Ganondorf, a playable character if he's not already, yeah. but in the, in the base game, I could totally see him as a downloadable character or like maybe an extra pack of missions or something like that. Uh, there's definitely room for DLC for yeah, sure. I agree. All right, Dragon Rand 100 asks, and I love this question: Will Tingle make an appearance? <laughs> um, well, Allison, what do you think? <laughs> hey, if we're doing that free for all, <laughs> I am not opposed. And I'm gonna bring in uh, the next question to Jas. They were saying, should the should we see a Breath of the Wild version of Tingle playable? And if he is. Do you think we'll see him die? That way he's not in Breath of the Wild. It makes sense. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't know why Tingle isn't in Breath of the Wild. I don't get it. So I can, if they bring him, if they introduce him in this story from 100 years ago, it would make sense why he's not there. It'd be sad. That, that would be the saddest death since Boromir and Fellowship of the Oh, my of the gosh. <laughs> wow, that's a take. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I would be totally down with that idea. I'd love to see Tingle in a Breath of the Wild style. Um, just, you know, Kululimpawing around. So it'd be great. Uh, I think that'd be great too. I don't think that this is the game for that though. I, I think you just save that for Breath of the Wild too. <laughs> just have him show up and tingle it up there. Uh, you don't need, you know, you don't even have to call him Tingle as long as like you kind of do it with a wink and a smile. And, like everybody knows that like, okay, that's Tingle or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'd be totally fine with that. Because, I mean, like, they were a beetle into Breath of the yeah. Wild. It's not like they can't bring Tingle, No, right? I don't see why they didn't yet. And I just hope he gets his chance in the spotlight. Well, I, I do, too. And I hope that we get a third game in the Tingle Adventure Trilogy. Not that balloon game. That one's not very good. Uh, let's move on. Judy asks, Would you like to see sneak missions to be included in the game? Before we answer this question... I just want to point out that I convinced Judy to buy Tingle's Rosy Rupeland and ripened balloon Tingle's Balloon Trip of Love. So shout out to Judy for that. <laughs> we might have to have her on the show soon to discuss those timeless masterpieces. Nice. Um, I don't. What exactly is a sneak mission? I'm not sure. I was hoping you could tell me as a Hyrule Warrior I vet. I don't know. I can't think of a sneak mission of Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> maybe I'm not that. Maybe I'm not as knowledgeable in Hyrule Warriors. If it's some kind of stealth mission, I could totally see that. You're fighting a war, and you got you tend to have those kind of missions where you're hopeful to sneak in somewhere and get the advantage over your enemies. So I could totally see that happening. 
um, I could totally see the champions right. fighting over who does it, too. <laughs> so <laughs> that would be interesting if they had those. I just don't know what exactly it entails. Uh, you know, I, ju I just don't know if, like, Hyrule Warriors is the game for that. True. Uh, like, the whole the whole premise of the game is you're fighting a buttload of, of enemies, yeah. right? Like, um, I, I could see doing, like, stealth for, like, a quick second, and, like, you... Maybe you're doing stealth to get to a position uh, that gives you an advantage in the combat. Like, maybe you sneak to, like, I don't know, the high ground or something like that. But, yeah, like, like an entire level that's uh that's a stealth mission I, I just don't know if this is the type of game for that I, yeah I but i mean it could be fun I, I really enjoy stealth gameplay yeah i get that um okay let's keep it going uh rupees asks do you think we'll get more information about zelda's mother yes yeah Maybe. i think so i mean i would like to see more of her I guess, she, I mean, she's not alive at this point, but I would like to see more of how her relationship with Zelda was, how her relationship with Urbosa was, and we just never get to see that side of Zelda's, like, past. Um, I know that Tetra had a mother that gave her the necklace and that kind of stuff, who was a pirate, like, queen, and I would have loved to hear more about her, so I'm kind of hoping that we get more from Zelda's family um, than we have in the past. You know what? I, I'm i going to say no. I don't think we'll get more information about Zelda's mother in this game because I think that this story is is probably the wrong place to tell that story. I think that that's totally possible in Breath of the Wild too. Okay. Totally possible. I see what you're saying. Maybe you get some different flashbacks or something like that. And, and maybe I'm just kind of projecting what I want to see. Like, I just I want to see the champions and their dynamic and their bond and what they're all about rather than... Like, we have... We have more time to explore into Zelda's past oh. and, and all that in future I see games. What you're in, in my yeah. eyes. Yeah, I can get behind so. that. Uh, all right, let's keep it going here. High King Walter, uh, shout out to him. He was just on the show a few weeks ago. Uh, asks, where can we seek emotional counseling after the trauma we'll witness during Age of Calamity? Uh, that's a great <laughs> question. His second question uh, When are we getting an official Zelda strategy game like Hyrule Total War? I don't know what that is, but that sounds cool. Yeah, um, I'm guessing it's like it's kind of like a uh, conquering game, you know, where you just conquer different areas of Hyrule or something. It sounds like, and that would kind of make sense for this setting. Um, as for the emotional counseling, everybody's gonna be talking about it on the Zelda Dungeon Discord. Shameless plug. So come talk to us about it, and hopefully we can all feel sad together. <laughs> That's right. All right, Victor Dino is back with another question. How do you think characters like Pura, Robbie, Cass's teacher, and Hestu are going to be involved? We kind of freestyled last week that I think that the chances of all of them are being playable characters are actually like fairly decent. Maybe not Cass's teacher, maybe Cass himself. Uh, maybe it's Cass's dad or something like that. Whatever, some some kind of relation to him. I think I would put the chances of those characters being playable. That's somewhere around like a good fifty percent range. What about you? You know what? I if I remember right, Cass's teacher was pretty like closely like they he was close to Zelda, so I wouldn't be a, like I wouldn't be surprised if we got to see him. I'd like to see him and get to know him. All we know is that he's Cass's teacher. Like that's it, and that he's a Hylian. Uh, that's that's all I know. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's right. That's right. I forgot about that little 
detail. Yeah. So I, I mean, that would be pretty cool because that again, that's another character that, that we can get invested to um, in this story that could be introduced, and it would yeah. make sense. Definitely, yeah, that's that's great. Um, let's keep it moving. Wolf Link Double O Four asks, "Do you think the original Hyrule Warriors could be made canon to solve the timeline with this?" So I, I don't know that I understand the, the question here because. I, I don't think that there is a, a timeline problem with this. We know exactly when it takes place, 100 years before Breath of the Wild. Perhaps what he's asking is Breath of the Wild doesn't seem to fit anywhere within the structured Zelda timeline as we know it. Uh, but I'm just like, I'm so okay with that. You know my feelings on the timeline. Don't really love it. Uh, I think that Hyrule Warriors, the first one, should never be made canon. Because otherwise, like, how do you explain... Skull Kid bashing Marin in the face after she's just hit Tetra with the the windfish. Like I, I mean, just... if you played Hyrule Warriors, it does explain it pretty well. <laughs> like Lana uses magic I, and Sia I, uses I know, magic but like... to you know interconnect the dimensions, so it makes sense. If it was main canon, it would make sense. I I get that, and I get that there is the reason, and, and Lana's kind of the the driver behind that. I guess, uh, I guess what I'm just saying is like, I just don't want to see that. I think that, I think that to me, Lana is almost just kind of like master hand from smash bros. She's like kind of a plot device. That is the reason for this happening. But like, you don't really need a reason for this to happen, right? Like you just want to play as your Zelda, your favorite Zelda characters and, and bash stuff. And I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to see Hyrule Warriors made canon. What about you? I've always been one of the people that kind of leaned toward. I was I I kind of consider it canon. I know it's not, but I kind of consider it in my own head canon that it is. Um, I just like the idea that it's there. Um, I also really appreciate that in my mind because of the pronunciation of certain characters. Cough, cough, fi. Um, <laughs> uh, but like, I just always kind of lean towards it in my own head being canon you and i understand that it's not so nobody come after me <laughs> yeah come after her for that five business <laughs> hey i'm just saying all right let's keep we we have a ton of questions left to get through here else so let's motor through um sir beer bear asks will we find out any more about the three great leviathans will the three great dragons be part of the game what is their purpose 100 years ago uh you know i don't think so to be honest, those bones seem like they've been there for a long time. Yeah. And uh, I, I just, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think we need that necessarily. I think that you have the three dragons and that's, that's probably good enough for me. Um, Yeah. With the Leviathans, they've been there well beyond a hundred years. If there's going to be more story on them, I'm kind of going to lean towards what you said earlier is it'll be in Breath of the Wild too. The dragons though, that would be kind of interesting to see in certain levels in the background, maybe, or having to, uh, having a mission to incorporate them somehow, that would be super cool. Absolutely. Um, all right, DragonRand100 asks, will we see the king's final demise or will he make a valiant stand? I mean, I think you can see both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll valiantly <laughs> meet his demise. <laughs> um, I know maybe so i really don't like the king i don't like king rome at all i think he's uh oh no he's a he's jerk a, god he's such he i understand where he's coming from as a ruler but he just like he does not handle zelda's like curiosity to be a scholar and all that kind of stuff well at all and i think that's one of the things that hinders her from getting her power so i just don't think he handled things i don't like him on the plateau 
so I really don't care if I see him. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe this game will make me care for him. I don't know, but I really just don't at, at the present time. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I, I I wonder almost if, like, there's something... Maybe it's not Valiant, and there's something that he regrets, and that's why he's kind of lingering around in spirit form. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see, I guess. But that's... I think that that could be a cool final moment, uh, but I, I don't think that that's going to be the climax of the game, necessarily. You obviously don't have that bond to the king that you do with any of the champions or with Link or right. Zelda, so... We will see. Um, all right, a couple questions here that we'll answer really quick about the mechanics of the game. Uh, Ocarina of Thyme asks, what kind of special attacks would you like to see for each character you think will be in the game? Um, uh, this is hard to answer. I feel like we get to see them in the trailer, and if you watch the trailer, you, you see those special attacks. You've got, like, this water spire for Mipha. You've got some molten rocks coming out of the ground for Daruk. You've got this cool, like, bomb arrow thing for Rivali and for Obosa. She's always been really cool with the flurry rushes in Breath of the Wild and such, so I can see that being one of her special powers. Um, right. So I, I feel like it's hard for me to say at this point. I feel like we've already seen what their special powers are going to be. I think we'll find out definitely more on the 26th. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll check back next week. Um this is a last question about the mechanics. Hero of Time asks, uh, we saw the Flurry Rush feature in the trailer. What other mechanics from Breath of the Wild do you think could be integrated into the design of Age of Calamity? And conversely, what mechanics from the original Hyrule Warriors do you think will be retained or discarded? So we know that we saw uh, Magnesis and uh, um, Stasis in the trailer. We saw the Flurry Rush. Uh, we saw the bombs. So obviously those are all going to make their way over. I think that it's fairly likely that you're going to see well, actually, not even fairly likely you have a lot of the different kinds of weapons from the game you you saw that they have the the ladle as a pre-order bonus so i think that a lot of that kind of uh the funner stuff is going to translate over and the runes are probably going to play a big part i wouldn't even be surprised to see the master cycle show Ooh. up and you can run some people over with yeah. it yeah and they it almost kind of looked like they teased that the divine beasts might have some kind of uh yeah a role to play um, yeah, I agree with all of that, and like I said, it's hard to say. We saw all that cool stuff in the trailer, so what, what more is there? And like you said, I'm sure we'll see more next week. All right. Evil's Death Azul. My God. He asks, what do you think of the fact that in Age of Calamity, you will lose the war no matter what? I think it's awesome and sad. Yes. Yeah, it's you know you can you can lose while winning and win while losing. Yes. So the the fact that like you can so I think that the game will end with Zelda confronting Ganon, and that you can you can kind of win in that sense because let's just assume that whatever Zelda does, she prevents the outright annihilation of Hyrule for at least a hundred years until Link wakes up. So that's a win in the context of what's happening ultimately you know you're going to lose a lot of your soldiers you're going to lose your four champions but you don't you haven't necessarily lost the war so much as you have um frozen it in time basically yeah yeah i can agree with that and and it's just one of those things where you have to lose you lose this battle but you don't lose the war you know, we know that this these events have to happen in order for the outcome that we see in Breath of the Wild. So, 
I'm not opposed to it. It will be sad, but I think it's really great that we get to see that part of the story. Our boy Charles Xavier asks, what one event from 100 years before Breath of the Wild are you most excited to see? You know my answer, Elson. What's yours? Um, I am thinking that in order to have enough content for this game, that you know how in the Champions Battle, Link goes through the trials so that he can become um, a pilot of his own Divine Beast. I want to see the champions go through their own trials. That, that's what okay. I want. I want to see them die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I know that I'm morbid, but uh, my God, I, I just want some closure. So yeah, I, I want to see their final stand. And I, if we do not get that in this game, then I'm, I'm done. I, I, I'll never talk about it again. <laughs> I'll just silently be bitter about it for the rest of my he life. You will play but, Breath of the Wild too. It, I, I'll, I'll play it, but I just like, this is the last chance that we will ever have to get this because I don't think that they're coming back in Breath of the Wild 2 in any way or yeah. form. But we'll see. Uh, Jimmy Fabes asks, would you like to see them end the game story on a positive note, the heroes win, and have another timeline split similar to Ocarina of Time, where Breath of the Wild follows the events when the heroes lose Age of Calamity, and Breath of the Wild 2 follows the events of when the heroes win. I think we kind of answered this last week, and I'm going to say no. I I just don't think we need... I don't think we need that. Like, that's not the story that we're looking for. The, the story we're looking for is what we just said. We want to see the champions die. We want to be able to have that connection with them. If they win, what was the whole point of the last three years of all of our lives, you know, <laughs> knowing that they're dead? What's the point of that? So I'm going to say no. I just want the I want the outcome I know is going to happen. You know, Jimmy, I think that's a great idea. Uh, I'm going to spoil something else here about Final Fantasy. So anyone that doesn't want this spoiled, skip ahead about 40 seconds. Final Fantasy VII Remake kind of did the same thing where they presented like an alternate timeline where some of the heroes could win. I think it worked for that game. I would hate to see that in this game. Um, not only do I hate the split timeline business, I would hate to be robbed of that crucial moment with the champions. Uh, you know, them them being triumphant would be a nice moment in the in the short term, but I think for the long term storytelling, it just means so much more that they go down valiantly in defending high rule. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would I would hate to see that. Uh, okay, Locke asks, what Breath of the Wild song do you hope to hear in Hyrule Warriors style? Um, Probably the main theme. I know we kind of heard a variation a little bit of it on the trailer, but I'm sure they'll have something different for the game. Um, and maybe just the, gar the, gar the champions themes too would be good to hear different versions of a Hyrule Warrior style. You know my answer. Maz Kashia. I, I feel like that ain't happening. Oh man, that'd be so cool. What if what if Maz was a playable character? How did we not even come to that conclusion before? Yeah, you know what? You're right. Why didn't we think of that? Oh, God, that would be so awesome. My god, that'd be good. Yeah, that that would can you imagine fighting Maz Kashia with the Hyrule Warriors version? of Maz Kashia playing, that would be great. Actually, I have kind of a different answer for this too, where like, I don't necessarily want like the Hyrule Warriors-esque style music um, that, you know, like it's, it's kind of like Smash Bros where it's like very, 
like it's remixed and it's very uh, rocky and like pumps you up and stuff like that. Um, I, I want a little bit more, not that I want like somber music, but just a little bit more dramatic music and something about like the, like the fiery guitars and stuff like that takes away a little bit for me. I mean, but that being said, yeah, Monk Maskashia would be awesome. The final song. Uh, Locke also. Oh, I'm I was sorry. saying the final song, I can't remember what it's called, but in Hyrule Warriors is like super dramatic and super like gets you into the end of the story. So I could totally see them doing that for Breath of the, or for Age of Calamity. Uh, yeah, here's hoping. Uh, Locke asks, answer this quick, Al. Who's going to be your main warrior? Can I guess yours? Yeah. Urbosa. I don't know. I don't know. If, I oh. mean, I would like to fight as her, but I tend to... I I really like fighting as Link and Zelda in Hyrule Warriors, so I feel like I would main them. I might even main Rivali. Oh, okay. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> Mifa, oh, okay. For sure. Definitely Mifa. Um, okay. Last question from Locke here. Six Warriors sounds like a very limited experience compared to Hyrule Warriors. Assuming the game will be at least as big as Hyrule Warriors, would you rather they significantly expand the roster or somehow introduce more depth to the more limited roster? I, I feel like that's a no-brainer question. Yeah, I agree. Less is more. Yes. We, I feel like we just, that's what we want. That's what we've been saying this whole time all last week is we want that connection to the main six. That's, that, that's it. Yeah. Uh, I lied, by the way. Locke has like six more questions here. <laughs> I was thinking that. Uh, <laughs> that Pug asks, what regions slash areas would you like to see transformed into the large open world backgrounds or battlegrounds? I, I think all of them. Yeah, all of them. And, and I don't think that's a selfish ask. I mean, like you have... Let's say that you have Central Hyrule, you have Death Mountain, you have Hebra, you have um, uh, Gerudo, you have, uh, like, like, how many different areas are there? Like the, God, the name is escaping me, Akana. There's um, 15 regions. Like, I, that, yeah, like, there's not that many different regions. I think that they could all be represented. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I, I would like some specific spots. Like, I think uh, seeing the Great Plateau before the Calamity would be really cool. Because that is supposedly where old the old Hyrule Castle is. I'd like to be on Satori Mountain. This is my favorite place. And but yeah, all the major places should be there. I don't. I can't see why they wouldn't have them there. Yeah, I agree. Um, Locke is back with uh, another flurry of questions here. Would you be okay with enemies that didn't appear in Breath of the Wild? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh. Yeah. I mean, I I can't think of. I, very many that weren't in Breath of the Wild that would, I would want in this game. Maybe some like Dark Nuts or something. Because those guys are, imp are imposing as all heck and scary. Um, so yeah, I, I don't see why not. Yeah, Dark Nuts was, was the one that I was going to hone in on. I think that that would make a lot of sense. Uh, it is kind of weird that we didn't see any. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe like a, a different version of like some of the Moblins or Bacoblins or something like that. That could yeah. be cool. So, yeah. Um, okay, let's keep it going. That Pug is back and asks, should they delve into the Sheikah versus Yiga conflict or stick to the story and events we already know of? I I think that they can integrate that storyline into what's going on. Definitely. I mean, because, like, that the Yiga clan, you know, presumably sides with Calamity Ganon here. And um, I, I just, I get the feeling that there's going to be 
content. Like I, I get the feeling there's going to be stuff that happens before Calamity Ganon really breaks out and is fighting in in you know with his hordes of armies. And I think that the Yiga clan is is a perfect like foil for you while you're kind of building up your strength and like a good enemy to to battle before Calamity Ganon. And I we see some of the the Yiga clan in the trailer. So yeah, I think that that definitely makes a lot of sense. I yeah, I think so too. And I would really like to know how they got started as a clan to follow Ganon when the when Ganon their their version of him is like 10,000 years old. Like how how old is this clan and how did they get started and how do they know what Ganon even wants? So I want to know all that. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be great to see that. And I think it's possible too that like maybe this game doesn't delve super deep into that, but you know, you you do have Breath of the Wild 2 coming out that also has the opportunity to explore that as well. So, yeah, great question. Uh, Locke is back. He asks, Mossy said on YouTube that he thinks Hyrule Warriors will now become a regular spin-off series, much like Paper Mario. Would you agree? What do you think, Gal? Um, I, that's really hard because they put so much content into the first Hyrule Warriors. So it's just like, I understand how this game came about, but like, what? how do they continue Hyrule Warriors after this? Do we have to wait for another three to five games to come out? You know, it's. It, I think it's kind of hard to say because of the how big Hyrule Warriors is the original. It's just. It just seems like, it seems kind of crazy for right. it to continue. Uh, so I I agree with Moss, and I kind of only half though. Um, I think that you saw the proof in the pudding already that the Hyrule Warriors is going to become a regular series. Or actually, let me let me rephrase that. That Warriors is going to become a regular series. Um, after Hyrule Warriors, we saw Fire Emblem Warriors come out. That didn't necessarily do as well as the Zelda one. But I think that uh, it's almost assuredly that it's they're going to continue the Warriors branding. I don't know if it's with Zelda, if they want to float it over to do another series. Maybe Xenoblade would kind of fit that mold. Uh, Metroid wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility if they wanted to go that way. So I, I think that Nintendo is certainly going to keep on making these games. Um, and I think that we saw that the proof of that even before Age of Calamity was announced. It's just a question of will it be with Zelda or not? Because, I mean, yeah, they kind of did hotshot the first Hyrule Warriors with... I, I mean, but, you know, I, I mean, there are characters that didn't get into the game and you could have some more maps and stuff like that. But um, it, the, the perception, I think, of Hyrule Warriors is going to change after this game comes out being a quote-unquote canon game yeah. so we'll see um okay that that pug is back assuming there will be costumes for each character what alternate skins for the champions would you like to see i, I didn't really read too much into this question before uh looking at it so i didn't really have anything prepared uh, maybe just some like i don't know some like ceremonial zora garb or like some badass gerudo stuff i I don't know. I don't really think it, it matters to me, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of weird for the... I, I can't think of much for the Guardians, but I could definitely think of a few things for Link and a few things for Zelda. Like, you could have her in the white dress, you can have her in her blue dress or in her pants. Um, you can have Link have any of his different kind of armor. Obviously, he's going to have the knight's armor and the champion's tunic armor. So I can just right. see other things being thrown in there. I don't know about the champions, though. It seems like Daruk doesn't wear much, so like I don't know what else uh, you could not put really. in. Not <laughs> really. I, I mean, the only one I could really think of was, like, 
maybe you can do an Urbosa skin that's kind of similar to Niburu, or like give uh, Revali yeah, maybe Medley's colors or something like that. But uh, that that's kind of one of those things where it's like, ah, who cares? Yeah. Um, okay, you're going to have to help me out on this one because I don't really understand it, Al. Okay. Uh, the Art Ant asks, do you think we will see the prophecy be made? If so, who do you think makes it? Also, if it is seen in-game, will it be like a vision or a dream? Um. What is going on in this so, question, Al? Explain it to me like I'm... Like, like you're five? <laughs> the, the, so yes. at the beginning of Breath of the Wild, King Rome says that there was a prophecy in this, in his current you know, time frame where Calamity Ganon was going to rise again and that they should start digging up those Divine Beasts because they didn't know about them. They didn't know about the Guardians oh, or the Divine yeah. Beasts so that they should start digging them. They said that there was proof that there would be a princess and there would be a, her chosen knight and obviously that became Zelda and Link. I don't think we'll see the prophecy made because I feel like it's too far back. I feel like the events of Age of Calamity are going to be a little bit before and right around when Clint, I mean, again, and rises. Uh, but the prophecy sounds more like it happened when Zelda was a child. So you're, you're right. I, I just played this too. I'm so bad at remembering this stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just mean like, to me, it's just kind of like a throwaway line that explains where some stuff came from. And it's like, I don't want to see them excavating the divine beasts that that doesn't get me jazzed up to play Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. So I'm, I'm okay. Just kind of accepting that explanation as it is. Um, all right, Al, I know that, uh, I know that we're running long here, but we can, we can answer as many Facebook questions as you want before we run out. Uh, we asked you guys over on the champions cast Facebook to give us your questions. So, uh, we'll, we'll plug away and then you tell me when, when we're throwing it in. Al. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Nathan Ludwig asks, what kind of powers and attacks would you like to see uh, Pura, Robbie, and Impa used if they're playable characters? I, I mean, I think that Pura and Robbie are, like, kind of similar characters. So, like, I, I feel like both of them would, would use, like, the the Guardian tech, like, ancient arrows, have the, the ancient spears, bows, etc. All the stuff that you can create at the laboratory. Uh, I think that that makes a lot of sense for their characters. Impa, you can... You know, she can fight like a classic Sheikah warrior, you know, kind of almost, almost uh, Sheik-esque from Smash Bros. I think that that would be a good use of her. And yeah, I think that, I think that'd be pretty plausible. Yeah, I am in 100% agreement with that. I feel like Impa could be at least similar to her counterpart in the original Hyrule Warriors or more like Sheik from Hyrule Warriors. Either way would fly with me. And then with, with Robbie, I was kind of thinking he could use that, uh, that tech he has in his in his uh, place, I don't remember what he calls it. I think he calls her like Cherry or something crazy like that. Cherry. And I yes. think like one of his special attacks could involve Cherry in some way, and I think that would be kind of cool. <laughs> oh, that'd be that'd be great. They they could have the uh, the blue flame from their furnace that never works. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be good stuff. That'd be good stuff. Okay, lots of questions about if we want this game to be canon. If we think it's going to be canon, I'm going to skip over that. If you want our opinions on that, check out last week's show. Um, let's get over to Kristen Cor uh, Cornwell. Do you think there will be an adventure mode with Breath of the Wild maps? What would be a map? In Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition, they pulled map ideas from other Zelda games. Is there enough content from Breath of the Wild to do a similar adventure mode? Are you kidding me? There is. The Breath of the Wild's Hyrule is ginormous. Huge. There is, like so many places that are like 
a blip on the map that are just so memorable. You could have any of the the springs. You could have uh, Mount Laneru. You could have, um, I mean, like pick a pick a spot on the map, and like there's so much detail in that overworld map that uh, yeah, I, I think that it's probably fairly likely that there will be some kind of adventure mode, and uh, there's more than enough content. Uh, yeah, I agree with that, but it's kind of like playing into what I said earlier is I don't think people keep bringing up is there going to be enough content and I just don't think we need as much as Hyrule Warrior has. Hyrule Warriors has two years of DLC worth of content in it, so I don't think we need that for Age of Calamity because we're going to have such a great story, but if there's going to be an adventure mode, like there's plenty of places that they could do. Um, you could maybe even have a map for each champion so they have their own separate kind of story going on. I could totally see that happening. Yep, I could totally see that too. All right, two questions that are kind of the same here. I'll read off, Al. David Laspy, shout out to our boy David, asks, do you think we will be able to play as the Blight Ganons like we were able to play as villains in the first Hyrule Warriors? And Brad Frygan expands on that. What if you do get to play as the Blight Ganons, but when you do, in order to win, you have to kill one of the champions? That is cold, Brad. <laughs> yeah, I That's I think cold. we brought that up last week, too. Is like That totally makes sense, because there are those levels where you get to play as Ganondorf in Hyrule Warriors, and you obviously win as him. So I could totally see that happening with the Blights. Like, at the end of each champion's story, um, you have that level where you play as one of the Blights, and you get to, you, like... You get to like that's like something to look forward to. You get to defeat the champions, so I could totally, yeah, one hundred percent see that happening. It makes sense. I I could see that happening, but I I personally wouldn't actually love it. I would love to play as the Blights. Don't get me wrong, but I I feel like for the champions, like I I don't want to play as a Blight and like kill these characters that I like. I'd rather play as the champions fighting against impossible odds beat the level and then trigger a cutscene and then what happens happens not that i i don't want to be directly responsible and i know that <laughs> that might sound silly because they're like well they're fictional characters but like i just like i don't i, I don't want to do that i i think that that's like to me i'm just like okay well i'm just gonna shut the power off and then everything's fine <laughs> nobody dies so yeah I, I, cool idea cool concept i think it's it makes sense it's likely uh, I just hope it doesn't happen. So there you go. All right, let's keep it moving here. Um, let's see. David Nystrom asks, do you think that the story presented in this game will satisfy the criticisms of Breath of the Wild's story or lack thereof? Let me tell you this, David. I hope so, because it has all of the potential to do so. My biggest gripes with the story of Breath of the Wild pretty much all happen in and around this time from 100 years ago. This game, more than anything before it, more than anything that'll ever come after it, has the potential to finally complete the story of Breath of the Wild. Um, yeah, I actually think this is Nintendo's answer to everybody saying that Breath of the Wild's story is, is like less than satisfactory. Like, Breath of the Wild does have a story, it's just not, it's not fleshed out enough, and I feel like Nintendo heard that, and this is their answer. I'm really hoping. Do you think they've been, do you think they've been listening to the Champions cast and took no. notes? <laughs> no, but oh. I know that, you know, there's a lot of Zelda fans out there, and I'm sure they pay attention to us. 
Oh, I, I, I didn't think that either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Austin West asks, Age of Calamity shows a lot of buildings and structures that have since been destroyed in Breath of the Wild. What's one site or building or area that you'd like to see playable in Age of Calamity? What do you think, Elle? Um, Again, I would like to see the Great Plateau. Uh, but also, we mentioned it last week, Lon Lon Ranch. Totally just yes, that was devastated my by the calamity. So I'd like to see it. Um, I feel like Hateno would be the same because they're one of the areas that wasn't touched by the calamity, as said in the game. So I don't really care about Hateno that much. But it would be interesting to see how things have changed in, like, Zora's Domain or Rito Village Um like if there was more going on there a hundred years ago that'd be kind of cool right yeah yeah i I mean i just have the generic answer of like i want to see castletown and like kind of the surrounding areas around it uh i I just like there's so much interesting like ruins in breath of the wild it's just so incredible that map in breath of the wild that uh that you know it part of me is just like i want to see it all you know like i want to see day of village i want to i want to see it all but yeah, I'd settle for Castletown. Um, all right. Matt Foster asks, which Breath of the Wild characters do you think should be playable? And what about characters not from Breath of the Wild that appear in other Zelda games? I don't know how this question slipped in because we said we weren't going to answer it. But let's just uh, let's just answer it really quick. <laughs> Chris Blair asks basically the same question. Besides the obvious six, who else do you want to see as playable characters? Uh, we, we, kind of, we kind of answered this last week. But I think that... Um, I think it would be cool if you could play Zimpa. I think it'd be cool if you could play as uh, Robbie and Pura. Uh, I think it would be awesome if you could play as a Blight, maybe a Lionel. And uh, I, I'm telling you, I think we're going to get a Guardian playable character. Um, Yeah, I think we've kind of beaten this question to death in that, you know, all the obvious ones, uh, Pura, Robbie, Impa. Um, but now that you brought up Maz Koshia, I, I'm like really hoping we get oh. Maz Koshia. I hope we get a Breath of the Wild version of Tingle. I hope we get to see Cass's mentor. Like, pretty much a lot of the questions in this episode have brought these other characters to my mind. And now I'm really eager to see if they come to light. Maz Kashia would probably be the best character in that game. Because that that is the best boss fight in Breath of the Wild, bar none. It's not even close. There is so much cool stuff that you could do as Maz Kashia that... God, this has got to happen. It's got to happen. Yeah. Uh, All right, uh, last question, and then we'll hit the road. Uh, Mackenzie Reynolds asks, will we get more cutscenes and get to know more about the relationships between the six champions? By God, I hope so. (laughs) Dear God. I mean, Hyrule Warriors is a really cutscene-heavy game, so it would make sense. I can see it following the Hyrule Warriors formula where they have all these cutscenes, um, where even, like, story is taking place while you're in a in a level, you know. There's dial- there's plenty of dialogue in those levels. And you play them over and over again to get new achievements each time, so you'll probably notice things um, new every time you play it. So, 100% there will be. I mean, God, I hope so, right? Yes. Like, like we said last week, like, I want to... Breath of the Wild just doesn't... It doesn't deliver. You get these bite-sized scenes between Link and the champions and Zelda and the champions, and you never get to see them interact with each other, you know, really beyond the picture that they take and maybe like a a minute or two with that kind of 
that faux ceremony that they have for Link. Um, God, like, I I would build the entire game around these six. Like I said, like, less is more. I think that everyone else is just kind of, you know, a peripheral player, but these six are, that's where the money is. That's where the story is. So I, you know, I hope that they, I hope that they really go the distance and realize the the potential that they have with this game and with this story. So, yeah. Let's do it, Nintendo. Let's do it. Wow, that was a just insane amount of questions that we've answered, Allison. Um, we've ran long, but I, I thought that we had a lot of really great discussion. That flew by. I feel like we just started. Yeah, right. Um, I, and we probably still, there's probably still more stuff to cover that we'll see next weekend. But I think we've, from what we've seen, we've we've pretty much beaten the dead horse at this point. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I skipped a bunch of questions that... Uh, you know, we could have just brutalized that horse even more. But, uh, you know, I think that will get a lot of our questions answered on the 26th. So I'm really looking forward to that. And, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to Age of Calamity. I decided to give Hyrule Warriors another shot, actually. So I'm going to pick up the Definitive Edition Oof. pretty soon here. So maybe I'll have some thoughts on that. Exciting. That would be cool. We could do an episode. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, <laughs> Sounds we'll see. so not exciting. Uh, but that... Well, I hope that you listeners were excited about this episode. We uh, just answered a buttload of questions for you. Uh, and we hope that you really dug it. And we hope that you're digging the podcast. Of course, we want you to uh, head over to, to Podbean and Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. You know the drill. Uh, tell a friend and check us out over on Twitter. I am at Spateri316. Allison is at Allison Aletha. Al, let's get out of here. Yeah. See you guys next week. Till then.